Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Tattoo Talk with Brian Briggs, and I'm always talking about tattoo stuff. It seems to be when you're a tattoo artist, you just become obsessed with this, or um, you're just not really probably a tattoo artist. But the thing is, uh, I've been trying to think of the best way that I can present my personal experience because really that's all we could do with uh, any of this kind of podcasting stuff is uh, to share our personal experience and I believe that's kind of what this is all about because it's not about what's right or wrong it's just about taking like the everybody's collective knowledge and trying to uh, work it the best for you so uh, basically I'm trying to just think of different ideas of stuff to talk about a lot of times. It's kind of anecdotal. It's just my experience uh, going to a uh, convention or or maybe uh, how I I book or what kind of styles I'm into and stuff. But today I'm going to kind of talk about uh, something that's been happening for me. It's been kind of an evolution uh, in my timing lately. I've been able to complete a few really big pieces like half sleeve size in maybe three to four hours and I think that there's a lot of different factors to um, getting your timing down on something like that and so that's what I'm going to kind of talk about today is like how I was able to do that. Now I'll start with the most obvious stuff I think that uh, everyone will tell you that your equipment is number one in uh, your efficiency. Right, because that's what we're talking about here is, is really efficiency. So, um, if you have really cheap equipment, and it's gonna it's gonna hold you up because you're gonna have issues. If if you're not knowledgeable about the equipment you're using and how to adjust it, if you're using coil machines and you're not sure uh, how to even set a liner up or what the spring should be uh, doing, like how big of a depth of a uh, stroke it should be, or or what any of the uh, geometry on a coil machine is even supposed to be like it's really hard to tell if it's running wrong or uh, if something's going wrong so uh, that's why you really see a lot of people moving over to the the uh, rotaries and not really like cheap rotaries and knockoffs uh, there is a lot of those out there they claim to be like really similar but I've used uh, this the knockoff comparable versions of uh, the machine I'm using now which is the FK irons um, the uh, Zion and uh, it's the pin style rotary that just feels like really ergonomic is the word I guess they use but it's basically just means like it fits in your hand really naturally it feels like a pin almost when you're using it and you just plug in the cartridge needles and uh, it's really easy to use and really easy to clean so um, the there's really like there's a lot of knockoffs for that though, and I've used some of those too, and that's just the reason I bring it up even because uh, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I just really like the the machine. It's just really useful. It actually works good for pretty much everything you want to use it for. Um, you just have to um, sometimes you have to figure out like a different method of like. Uh, getting the ink into the skin because you're using a tool that doesn't uh, work the same you know like if you want to do line work I think it's a little easier sometimes to use a coil machine because it has the punch that you need so in some cases uh, maybe using the right machines for the job is something that will speed you up too like uh, 
I don't really do a lot of tattoos with a ton of line work in them now, so that's why I, I basically just stick to this rotary style machine now. And if I were to uh, maybe do uh, some traditional style tattoo or something like that, uh, I might have pulled out the old uh, coil machine. But that leads me to the next part of uh, working on your timing and, and your speed is uh, specializing in styles. So when you're just really familiar with a certain style and the way that it works, you're going to just naturally, it's going to be a lot easier to uh, uh, do that and replicate that over and over again, even if that is traditional. If I was doing traditional every day, I'd probably be able to pump out a traditional piece a lot easier. But since I'm doing like watercolor every day and uh, animal portraits and, you know, um, cover-ups and stuff, that's like my go-to uh, I seem to be most natural at those things and most inclined to, to do those things. I feel best about doing those. So that's what I'm focusing everything on right now. And I think that that's a key too. And your speed is like, if you're uh, already really focused on something, you really like it and you're really good at it. then those are the things you should double down on because you're going to be faster at those too. Right. Another part of it is going to be like the prep work side of everything. Uh, a lot of people like to work on the spot and uh, try to just like make it work. Sometimes uh, if you're really fast at maybe like freehanding and stuff like that, then that might be, or that's just maybe the way you do things. And, you know, there's no right or wrong, like I said. So it's like, it's a whole style preference. But uh, as far as... Um, my perspective goes on it. I believe that prep work is a big part of speed. Like if you're really prepared and you have like a good blueprint, what you're going to do and you, you already thought a lot about it. Like I always spend like the whole night before really like uh, refining my, my plan and uh, making sure that I have a really good stencil and making sure that I know what I'm getting into when I get there the next day. So um, otherwise I get kind of like a weird anxiety about the whole thing. So uh, the prep work is a key for speed and efficiency for sure. And I think another big factor for my personal experience has been like uh, that uh, I don't take a lot of breaks anymore either. And I think that once it's about momentum, like once you get the speed, once you get the momentum going and the speed going, if you take a break, sometimes it's hard to uh, get back in that exact mode that you're in. Uh, it takes a little bit of time to get back. Uh, into the flow of things if you take too long of a break too like the person can start feeling more pain when you get back into it and uh yeah so i stopped smoking cigarettes like a few years back and then that's something i suggest for like every tattoo artist i meet that smokes i always tell them to quit smoking they're gonna save themselves not just money but like time which is invaluable you know it's like you can't get time back so um also it's just super unhealthy obviously and uh, you can give yourself like a few more years you know like to enjoy life and um there's a lot of different ups to quitting smoking too like tasting food and a lot of things like you could smell things and sometimes that could be a bad thing too but uh i, I really like uh how i'm able to experience all those different things you know like uh, cigarettes kind of like take away half your senses and it kind of like takes away from your life experience, I think, your ability to enjoy things. 
And it also makes people take hella long on tattoos because it'll be taking six, seven breaks on a long tattoo. Uh, maybe every 40 minutes to an hour, they stop for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So um, that can really be a big, it adds up in the end. So that's just something to keep in mind. And speaking of, you know, things that really add up, that maybe is like the biggest thing that uh, slows people down whenever I'm just watching other people do tattoos. I notice that, uh, you know, like sometimes maybe when people are more starting out, usually like they're doing things that just cause them to have like an extra step in everything they're doing. Like maybe they have their setup um, way far in their left side and they're right-handed. So they're having to lean over a bunch of stuff to dip into their ink and then turn all the way over back to the other side and uh, lean over something else to get to their client. You know, like all these extra little things that take a few extra moments when you could just have your setup right next to your hand and then have your client next to that on the left. And it's hard to explain verbally, but, you know, it's all about your setup and having everything right next to you in a box. And my mentor always taught me, like, tattoo in a phone booth, you know, just kind of like, how they tell fighters to be like they they want to fight in a clinch like that, you know. It's just about uh, staying in a confined area and not uh, having to make any extravagant movements over and over again. You know, it's save yourself time. You know, save your body um, extra punishment too because those little movements will build up and add a lot of tension on your body over time. Now, don't get me wrong either. You know. There is a big difference between being speedy uh, and being efficient. You know, it's not about just having speed. You know, you're not trying to rush through anything, you know. This is just about uh, skill So and preparation, really, like I said, you know, because you know, once you keep practicing something, uh, the tattoo is a lot easier to do uh, once it's already kind of, like, been gone over in your head like when I do an uh, animal portrait or a uh, human portrait even uh, most of the time what I start out with is by drawing it on paper first like and in, in totally render it as if it was a tattoo and maybe I'll even put a stencil underneath the paper and I'll draw on top of that so that it's as if I'm doing the tattoo but on paper and you know it's the closest thing you can get a lot of times so I think that uh, that's a really big thing with uh, to keep in mind is that it's not about always just being like the fastest. It's just about like uh, upping your efficiency through those little things like minimizing your micro movements and, uh, you know, practicing. And the reason I say this is because, uh, you know, getting the tattoo done more efficiently uh because you're saving time, you know, you could allow you to more to charge more per hour too, so that you don't lose out on the total price. Like for example, if you charge like a hundred dollars an hour for a five-hour tattoo, it'd be like five hundred bucks. But if now it takes you three hours, should you lose out on two hundred bucks because you're more efficient and better skilled than ever before? No, you know that's why. Uh, you got to move your prices up to like $150, $200 an hour to be close or slightly above the same value as before because it's taking you less time, but 
the the tattoos coming out better than it did when it took you five hours so that's just how things happen over time too you know and like you can't be afraid to like up your prices whenever things are changing and and people are going to fall off because of it and that's okay you have to accept that some of my friends you know they charge uh by the piece like uh it's an agreed upon flat rate uh you know there's also artists who charge like for a full day rate that's uh, for a really big project usually they charge like a flat rate for like the whole day um and you know i do that sometimes too uh usually uh that works out pretty good too you know like uh it depends on you know if you can really be really good at estimating um because if you're not it could bite you in the butt you know but uh but if you're good at estimating time, you know, or you're more efficient than you think a lot of times, then that flat rate can be really beneficial for you. But it's hard to say. So that's why I like to more often than not, I just like stick to an hourly rate and I always try to just overestimate a little on time and, you know, not too much, but just a little wiggle room. And I've, I've gotten pretty good at timing now, but um, finding my speed still increasing and uh so, you know i think that's because of uh you know all the specializing that we've really that i've gotten into lately like uh like i said before this just this thing you know like when you're specializing in one style uh, or just a few a couple things like that you're really good at it's less guesswork you know uh, just my style involves very little line work, like I was saying, which is the most time consuming for me though, when I do do line work and it's because I do so little of it. So that's why I know um, the less you do of something, the longer it takes you, you know? So, uh, the more you do of it, the quicker and more efficient, better you're going to be at it. So you could end up doing something way quicker than you thought and way better than uh, you ever imagined. But Anyways, let me know uh, what you're, you know, thinking about all this uh, that you just uh, heard me talk about. And if you're struggling with uh, making the jump into specializing in a style that you really love, uh, let me know, you know, what's holding you back. Message me. I want to, I want to like uh, hear from people and, uh, you know, I'll give you my thoughts too. Um, just remember, you know, with millions of tattoo artists to choose from these days, the best clients on this are always on the search for something unique you know so be unique be yourself and share your passion with the world <laughs>